Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. Happy New Year. 2021. A repeat of 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Who posted something? Is it Miggy? Someone posted something about... Yeah, I signed up for your seven-day free trial of 2021, and um, I'd like to return it. It's not working out. All right. (laughs) This trial is over. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, lots going on not to like. Yeah, so that's why we're here, um, because we all need a little break from, you know, what's going on. That's really what this podcast has always been about, is Sarah and I... Taking a break, watching our favorite show, and talking about it. So that's what we're here to do. It has been a lot that we've been dealing with, and I need a break. So I'm on drink number one, just fair warning to all of the podcast listeners. I'm already buzzed. And um, yeah. You guys know she like rarely drinks, and she's like, nope. I'm ready to come over and I want to drink. And I'm like, oh, this is exciting. She drank it rather quickly and then said you were buzzed, which is very sad and strange. But um, so I'm like, well, would you like another one? And she's like, yes. She goes, but no, because maybe I'll be drunk on the podcast. I'm like, yes, that's what I want. So that people can leave reviews going, that Holly girl, she's just all drunk and sloppy and slurry. I want that. Yeah. So. <laughs> Giving it to you guys today. Okay, by the way, tonight, please go leave us five star <laughs> reviews. And even if Holly is sloppy, slurry drunk, you guys, I mean, we've we been six stars. It, yeah, please, um, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, because you know what, we're doing something for you. We got a whole bunch of birthday shout outs. And speaking of shout outs, Thank you, Sheena and Jamie Lynn on Shenanigans for shouting us out as one of their favorite podcasts they like to listen to. So. Oh, my God. Yes. If you guys haven't listened to that episode, go over and listen to it. It was a very exciting moment when in our Facebook group, we were notified that um, we got a shout out on Sheena's podcast. And so I quickly went to the minute mark that was mentioned and I almost fell over when she said, Holly Borges, like, <laughs> who, first of all who knows how to say my last name sheena and it shows they actually listen it was like wow it was it was like that little like the end of the year pat on the back that i really needed it's like we've worked very hard for vanderpump rules and getting a little bit of recognition felt so good yeah, I, that's why I was trying to figure out the count because people are like, oh, I'm celebrating. Like, I think it was Lala and Randall like, La, we're up to almost 50 episodes. And I was like, Jesus, if they're at 50, what are we at? Like 5,000? So yeah, we have a lot. Yeah. Let me remind me to check that when we're done. So we should um, see where it is and then plan like some kind of mile marker situation. For sure. Like if it's, you know, a 50 or a 100 level, like we'll figure out something fun to do for it. Um, and we for sure passed that. No, I mean, 250, 350, yeah, 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 yeah. not 50. Yeah. No, I know we're like way past a couple hundred. Wait, so they're at 50 right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Wait, how does it go? <laughs> I can't do it. How about this? But <laughs> I can't even do it. But I'm bump. <laughs> that. 
whatever. We don't have a producer that can mix in the little sounds. So you guys just imagine it. You know what it sounds like. <laughs> All right. So lots of birthdays to catch up on. A um, couple we missed. And we're sorry for that. Um, December 23rd was Lisa Ripple. I hope you had a good one. And Emmy Joe Lane. We missed you, I guess, last year and this year, December 24th. I guess Christmas Eve, you probably get overlooked all the time. So that's not fun. So no. happy we, birthday. Yeah, I hope it was fun and we won't miss it next December 24th. But this is your shout out. Um, we also had Mary Jean Tucker and also a notable, you know, birthday on New Year's Eve, 1231. Some... New Year's babies, uh, Michelle Whalen and Brandy Green are both January 1st babies. Happy birthday. Tamara Patrice, January 2nd. Amelia Callen, January 5th. Jennifer Cripps, Jennifer, um, Jennifer 5th. <laughs> Jennifer Cripps, January 5th. Trust me, I have not had the drink that Holly has had, but maybe I should. Veronica Avina, January 7th. Um... I already have those. Veronica, Misty, uh, Muledu, Molade, January 7th. I know that name. Courtney Herzow, January 8th. Also, Ryan M., January 8th. Made him a nice little video today. Um, Kay Miller Evans, January 9th. Jamie Beardley, January 9th. Deborah Joy Trogdon, January 9th. Lots of January 9ths. Couple January 10th, Helen Margaret Buckley and Sonia Shore are January 10th. On January 12th, Emily Nelson, Vanessa uh, Lantada Hindman, uh, Chandra Grimm on January 13th, and Ellie Clayton on January 13th. Hope you guys had great birthdays. Was there anybody on um, January 7th? I didn't catch it. Yeah. Who? Veronica Avina. Veronica, you share a birthday with Stassi's baby. And Misty Moulet. And Misty. Misty is my Facebook friend. Sorry. Uh, IRL. And um, yeah, you guys, there's also a very happy birthday that we need to celebrate. And that is Stassi ba- Stassi's baby, Hartford. Hartford, Charlie Rose Clark. <laughs> Interesting choice. For someone that got in trouble for the Me Too movement to have your middle names named after a sexual harasser, allegedly sexual harasser. Oh, kind of funny. Um, Don't want to be a downer on her baby's name or certainly no. not her baby. But a lot of people that's been like floating around the interwebs. Charlie Rose is a old newscaster that had lots of allegations charged against him. So one might think you would have maybe googled that first but uh anyways congrats yeah no um okay so like I, I really feel like I need to talk through the name um I was surprised I I feel like it's like very on brand for Saucy. and just a side note I I did see a lot of comments in our Facebook group and around the internet of people saying like you guys stop making fun of a baby's name like that's so rude the baby isn't even 24 hours old and you're da 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 I just want to say like that's absolutely not what we're doing like that's we are not doing that I feel like right now with like what we're dealing with in the world like we could use a little bit of like 
comic relief. Not that this is like a, it should be used for that, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. Like it's funny to like hear an eight. I mean, people made fun of the names that I named my kids. Like everyone always has an opinion and it's like, it's just something that people talk about. Like I feel like it's very normal. My mom to my sister, when she named her son, she's like, Hmm. Well, don't you think that should be short for blah, blah, blah. And she's, my sister's like, no, I just like this name, you know, like let's say it was Jim, but it, well, it should be James, and you call him Jim. She's like, no, I don't like James. I want Jim. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like, huh. Well, that's interesting. You know, everyone has a yeah. freaking opinion. Yeah. And Who it's cares? hurtful. So I could imagine that um, it would be hard. Like, you're looking at your precious brand new little baby, and you read some of the comments, and you're just like, I think that's why a lot of times celebrities, you know, turn to their fans and call them, what, what do they call us? Trolls, mm-hmm. trolls and things like that, because they read the bad comments and I'm sure it's hard, you know, it's yeah. because like, let's be honest, like this is a beautiful moment for Stassi and I'm not going to lie. Like I've had many moments where I am, I'm so excited for her. I'm excited for her and both of what they're, what they just experienced and you know, this new chapter of their lives. So we're not making fun of that at all. I just think it's, it's kind of fun to talk about the name and to dissect it and, and just think of like how Stassi came to that name and what Bo was thinking when she mentioned it or whoever brought it up first. Like, it's just funny to kind of imagine. Yeah. Or like some of the comments where people like, it sounds like a law firm. It's like, well, that's funny. Yeah. It's not mean. It's yeah. Just, it kind of does or, sound like a law or firm. Or just some of the people that are commenting about like uh, they either work in Hartford or like they have a lot of experience with like what that city means and how it feels and like so hearing that was I had no idea about that um and then the Charlie Rose thing I'm not gonna lie I didn't I that wasn't the first thing that came to my mind until someone pointed it out to me um so it's just for me like I don't have a problem with the name Hartford um it just seems more like a Patrick and Stassi's alley than Bo and Stassi it seems like preppy a little pretentious you know, like Hartford the third. That's what it sounds like. Whereas Bo, it, I don't know. What were you thinking? Like, like what would have been more on brand for Bo? Like a, I, I keep thinking of um, where the heart is when um, Natalie Portman's in the Walmart and the photographer guy is. She's like, I was thinking about Wendy with an eye, and he's like, Don't you dare! You give that baby something, a, a name that means something. And uh, I can hear, I just think of Bo then going, it's got to mean something. And, and she names her Americus. <laughs> Americus? But, uh, oh my gosh. Don't you remember that movie? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just feel like, yeah, something more um, family or hippie, like, you know, I do have to say, I haven't heard it. I haven't heard the name. And like, have you ever heard anyone name that? No, but I do think, I do remember she loved that show, Heart of Dixie. She used to talk about that a lot. Yeah, I like Heart of Dixie too. Um, I feel like a, like a Yale prep student would be named that. Yeah. I feel like, I, I, I don't know, I just, I feel like it's very Stassi, like you said. Like, I, I'm not really feeling the bow in it. Yeah. And, um... I just like I actually see like a repeat in like the generation of her like I can literally picture the little girl and I don't mean this in a bad way at all but I just I can see her just being like 
What's the name again? Heartland? Hartford. <laughs> Hartford. Um, Think of the capital of Connecticut. <laughs> like I could I could just see her being like, my name's Hartford. Like just like, you know, like she's like, my name's Stassi. Yeah. Nastasia. Hartford. But like, it, I, I don't know. I just, I see like the next generation Stassi saying that. And you know, she's yeah. going to be adorable. She's going to be an adorable little girl and she's going to pull off the name. But it's, it's a she's lot. She's going to be in the designer little outfits and and then Preppy. probably point and laugh at the girls that like have Target clothes on. Yeah. Like, oh my God. My mom doesn't let me wear that. Yeah. <laughs> my play clothes aren't like that. <laughs> Those aren't like that. <laughs> my mom is Stassi. Yeah. My dad's Bo. <laughs> they updated that shit. I thought it was Wikipedia. Julia looked it up because she's like, what does he do? Because in some article, I think it was Jezebel, they, it wasn't real kind. Um, they call Bo, Bo, they describe him, Bob. A, a, a jobless failed actor or something like that. And uh, so she, she, she thought he was a photographer. I'm like, fuck no, he's a he's a jobless actor that went into casting. So she looked him up, but on IMDb today, it's like, you know, his credits include this, and he is married to Stassi Schroeder, and they have one child together. It already says it that. already says that on IMDb. Whoa. Like Wikipedia, I could see, but IMDb. Wow. Because like, can anyone edit that? Yeah, you yourself can edit it. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh. I know you could on Wikipedia, but... Especially with IMD Pro. Oh. Okay. He got in there. He That was one of his tasks to update that right away. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, watch out for Hartford. Mean girls too. No, just no. kidding. We, we're not. I can't say that. She's no, a baby. she's it's gonna be an innocent yes, child. Yes. No, I think she's gonna be adorable. And I honestly, I hope the best for Stassi and Bo. Like, I hope that they have they enjoy the journey. I was a little concerned with the way she was posting at the end. Like, it just hurt my heart, my mom heart, a little bit because. Um, and I was talking to some of the other girls too. Is it's like she just like a lot of first time moms, you don't get it. You think you're uncomfortable in that last couple of days of being pregnant. And it is literally like, just enjoy it. Enjoy, just sit there in the quiet, sit there in the quiet and play on your phone and enjoy it because it's, Oh, it's, you guys were saying, it's so she the last took, time she took castor oil and that's known to make you shit. Okay. Fun. Yeah. Like on the table, on the table. And I mean, it's just, um, it puts your body like on like high alert to like yeah expel you know like i don't know yeah i yeah i i never tried that a because like i would gag like there's absolutely no way i could get like i'm not one to like get something down there's no way yeah so that was just was not you don't want to stress your body or your no i was just gonna sit there until something happened and plus i didn't want anything to happen i just like just i'm good just stay (laughs) like it's fine yeah, I mean, she at Thanksgiving she posted something that was like, "This was obviously a horrible year for me, but it, for the first time ever, I actually understand the true meaning of being thankful for something." So it's like, okay, oh, that's nice. I didn't see that. Yeah, I thought that was a nice post. But this last post she did a couple days ago or last week with the single strategic tier was a bit much. Um, 
I was actually shocked and I felt like, again, um, she absolutely should be able to express that pregnancy is hard. And I think she Mm -hmm. was trying to do a relatable post where all of us would be like, we understand. But what she doesn't understand is like, that's the tip of the iceberg. Like, this isn't the hard part, Stassi. The tears... The tears are coming right now. The tears are going to come when she hasn't slept for out, you know, 48 hours. She's trying to breastfeed. Another oh, getting she's, night nurses. She's remember? bleeding. <laughs> she is like it's she's tired. And then like you start fighting with your significant other because you're both like it's like shit just goes haywire. You look like shit. You still look pregnant. Like it's a lot to deal with. That's your hormones are raging. Like it's I see a lot of the moms in the group saying that like, oh, she thinks this is the hard part. Just we can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. So I can't wait to hear her thoughts on that. But, uh, you know, when I saw that post, I thought the tear was a little much. But the the post was fine. She didn't need the single tear. Or if she had been crying, show us your puffy, welled up eyes that shows you were crying. Not one little pretty tear. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I just I felt like... um, like I said, I really I want her to always be able to say like everyone should be able to say how they're feeling 100 percent. But um, posts like that are if you are able to think outside yourself, which a lot of the times when you're in the middle of something, you can't think outside yourself. It's too hard. But if she could, what I would have wished is that she wouldn't post something like that because there are so many women and we can get into this about Kristen right now, too, that are worried about getting pregnant they can't get pregnant they are um you know have gone through years and years of infertility treatments and they would do anything to be feeling like they are too big to move or that they're uncomfortable so i thought that that was really hurtful to a large group of women but um again like you you can't always think of every single person when you're making a post like it's if you're being authentic then do it you know but I just I don't know that um she stepped into that role like I would have wanted her to like Stassi's funnier than that she's funnier than that okay yeah so anyways I was just I don't know I was a little disappointed but and then even we can even jump into this real quick um Kristen on her social media um, pages mentioned that um, she was um, really looking forward to an appointment. Um, she would like left like a very vague message saying that she wasn't sure if she could or could not get pregnant. And she'd been waiting for this appointment for a long time and was very disappointed because it didn't look like it was going to happen. And she later clarified because everyone like was freaking out. You know, she's like, oh, like it was just this appointment, you know, to talk, to do some testing and some of the tests weren't able to happen. Um, and she was asking, you know, are there any of my followers who are 37 or older and have had a natural pregnancy occur? And so, um, again, I I think to people who have been dealing with infertility to hear that she's been dealing with something for two months is really hard to hear. That's not that long. You really should deal with it for about a year before you start freaking out. But, um, you know, her age is something to be concerned about. But Kristen, if you're listening, I was 37 when I had a baby. So there's hope. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Kristen, Kristen also posted on her story last week about running all over L.A. 
asking people where she can get the vaccine. She went to four different places and couldn't get it. They were out and she finally got it because she wanted to be able to see her babies, as in Stassi's and the other girls that are about to have them. And that's fine and great, but there's all these reports and news stories on the shortage and everything's backed up. And you're you're supposed to have your turn, right? It's like essential workers, elderly. Um, yeah, some of my um, friends who are like, um, you know, local police people and stuff, like they haven't got them. Right. So I think it's just a little, for me, little selfish. Like, wait your turn, man. If If you are someone that is going to get it, wants to get it, cool. But wait your turn for your group, you know? Yeah. I, I thought it was just I had so to, I, many people had babies without their spouses in the hospital room this year or their mother or anyone. And just because you want to see your friend's baby, it's like people haven't even seen their own grandchildren in a year. Well, and as I, I guess I, I haven't studied exactly how it works, but once you get the vaccine, then you're cleared to do whatever you want. Like you're not going to get it. Like, how does that work? Like, aren't you essentially given it? So, like, then you kind of have to watch yourself a little bit. Or once you get it, like, you're good. Like, isn't it like the flu shot where sometimes you get the flu? Oh, I don't know. I just, I mean, we don't have to get into that. (laughs) That's a little deep for the podcast. But uh, anyways, I had no idea she did that. That's crazy. Because, yes, I know that there is an order and a, a way that you have to do it. So, that's crazy. Yeah, just saying. I mean. I try not to judge. Just I just know that's an issue right now. So she doesn't really seem the prime demographic that needs it ASAP, you know? You know, and I also wonder, like, uh, what type of person it is that, um, you know, like, I might do something like that, but I wouldn't, like, social media it. Right. And, it's- I mean, like, I guess, like, like she's tro- she's showing her true self, so she's not hiding anything, which I like. But at the same time, that does open yourself up for criticism, you know, where we're like, dude, no one else is able to get it. Yeah. So, cool. <coughs> I have the scratchiest throat. Sorry, guys. So, Jax has been drawing up his man cave blueprints on the plane oh, to Kentucky. Oh, my God. I was dying at this. Um. Yeah, this was insane. Okay, so... You and I have been to his house. Um, <laughs> Which one? Both of them. And the one in Valley Village, there is no effing way unless they tear down that dump next to them that he would be putting a man cave like like he wants. Well, no, it was like a barn. And people were like, oh, my gosh, does that mean he's moving to you, uh, Kentucky, Sherry? She's like, they're looking right now for land. So... <coughs> gosh i think it's for his kentucky man cave barn yeah and that would be cute there car 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 tv 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 i thought it was like i don't know i've never seen like i I feel like if you're gonna do such a big barn man cave like that you wouldn't have your cars parked like car 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 like how it was like a little like yeah it just didn't look practical the way the cars were parked in, or like put a lift in or something like, I mean, Barry has that here in Huntington Beach. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to, I don't know. 
And man so cave around cars. Like I, I picture them like a little cigar lounge. It's like, is that safe? And, I, and like, I feel like it's like something that like my daughter would like draw. She's like, this is what my new Barbie house is going to look like. <laughs> you know, where it's like water slide here and this is here. And then, and then like she goes on Pinterest and she's like, and this is what it'll look like on the outside. <laughs> you know, like it was. Yeah, I made menus and I had, I designed a restaurant and I was like, this room is going to be like Italian food. This room is going to be French food. This room's going to be American food. This room's going to be diner food. I'm going to make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I'm like, I'm like, this is going to be the greatest restaurant of all time. Kind of like the theme hotels. Yeah. <coughs> you know, where every room's a different theme. Yeah. I, d- I, had a, I had a restaurant, too, that I designed. And peanut butter and jelly was deaf on the menu. <laughs> it's still on my menu. I mean, why don't they, why don't they have that? I would like to go to a place that like, that like is truly like our dreams. Yeah. There's been some that have gotten close, but nothing that's gotten all of them. <laughs> like Cheesecake Factory or something. That's yeah. like 40 page book. Like Hometown Buffet. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. They don't have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches there. No, they don't. <coughs> oh, so let's see. Okay. What else has been going on? Uh, Brittany's eyebrows, they're out of control. Okay. So are Katie's. Okay, so let's talk about Brittany for a second. I feel like poor Brittany has been getting like a lot of shit for the way that she looks, the things that she's been saying. And I I don't know what's been going on like the last, I, I almost want to say year. Like I've almost become like a Brittany apologist or something. I don't know. But I feel bad for Brittany. Leave Brittany alone. I feel like Brittany is going through a lot right now. I feel like her body is changing and she's trying to keep up with everything. And everyone keeps saying stuff about it. She looks, she's getting everything that you can get in pregnancy. And Do you, but she said she's gained weight everywhere. I have no problem with her body. She goes, even my lips. <coughs> is that a thing? Because the people, lips uh, look puffed out like filler lips. People, it's never happened to me. It has never, it did not happen in my two pregnancies, but I have heard that it is a thing along with the nose. And um, I think that it's true. Like Kim, I think got like the lips and I think like Jessica Simpson, like there's been people who have notably have gained weight in their lips. It's weird. Okay. Well, I was not commenting on any work she said done or her body. It's just her what she chooses to do with her eyebrows. I feel like like Which is a it's, choice. I feel like it's probably the only thing she's able to do right now. Especially, I think I think back to like what her and Lala were doing, like cosmetically wise. Um, it's probably very. I've noticed both of their faces have changed a lot since they've been pregnant. Since they've not been able to get injections and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's probably really hard for them to look at themselves right now. So doing the brows probably like makes her feel in control. I don't know. Katie has them too. They all look like Disney villains. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. I don't like know. Gustav or. Like there's always like something that I can't explain when it comes to like women on TV. They see themselves like differently than we do or they don't realize when they've like crossed a line where it's like, dude, like what are you doing? Um, and I right. think I think that's what they like see themselves on camera and they're trying to recreate like a makeup 
thing yeah. or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, I have no, I mean, I'm glad she's healthy and happy and, and whatnot through her pregnancy. I don't have no comments or issues on any of that. It's just the eyebrows. It's like a fashion choice for me. So I feel that my, is fair game. And my comment on her pregnancy look and everything, I think she looks amazing. I think she looks so good and so healthy. And I mm-hmm. think it's refreshing to see. Um, and again, like I feel like it would be really hard in that friend group right now to be you know, to be Brittany versus like Lala is carrying her baby. Like it, it is insane. Like everyone wants to look like that. You know what I mean? And then you have Brittany who is, you know, she's a little bit shorter. She's and so I just, I, I, I love it. I think it's real and yeah, I think she looks great. Um, also what's not great though, are the photos every day of the tan food. <laughs> I see like I find that so comforting too like it's again I don't know what's going on with me but well it's Jax it's not even her it's yeah I just I feel like in with what like we're dealing with with like you know this pandemic with all of the political things going on it's like when the tan food posts come it's like, comforting it's comforting yeah. like I feel like I'm nothing does it it's not even like I'm coming home because my mom didn't cook like that I wish she would have but <laughs> it's like corn and taters every day yeah instead I would get like a bobbly pizza or something do you remember that shit bobbly yeah yeah <laughs> on occasion I will still make one <laughs> I still can't do it. Like we had them so often that like I st- I can't even like I, every time I see them at the store I can't. If what I do for comfort is the Chef Boyardee one. What's it? What's a Chef Boyardee one? But I could never do it like my mom. I can't stretch it out as much as she did. I I end up making just a big blob. Oh yeah yeah yeah. For um for New Year's Eve we did like um homemade pizza like from Whole Foods. They had like a little kit and you and so that's the first time I've ever. That I've ever like made my own fucking pizza. Did you make the dough? I mean, the dough was there, but I had to roll it, you know, and yeah. It's hard to stretch it out like that. Yeah. And apparently I should have put something on the bottom of the pan because it stuck like a mother. Um, Mm. But we got it off. It it was fine. Yeah. Like making the cauliflower pizza crust. Again, it's like it's just a blob. I can't roll it out far enough. Yeah. Which is why I make crustless quiche because it's better for you, and then I don't have to mess around with pie crust. Yeah, and it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, Sherry confirmed. Yeah, they are looking for land out on the farm. I think that's great. I think that Jackson Brittany would do great there. I think that they're the only ones that said they weren't getting like night nurses or nannies because Jack said that's what a mother-in-law is for. But that's I great. think Brittany would do really good there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Jack's I feel like would get pretty bored, mm-hmm. but I don't know. So New Year's Eve, Tom and Katie appeared to be alone. She wasted eating pizza hut. She, she went on a whole thing on IG story. Well, watching this movie, and Pizza Hut is the best pizza. <laughs> That's all that happened there. Wow. Um, James Raquel, Tom Ariana, Sheena Brock, 
Jesse Montana and Jamie Lynn went to Mammoth for New Year's Eve. So that's what's up with that. I'm dying to know how they did that because Mammoth was so locked down. I'll have to, um, I, I literally was like almost going to message her and be like, dude, how'd you pull that off? Because so many of my friends have um, made reservations in Mammoth and they've canceled them because if you are traveling with a family that's not yours, if you're more than what, like one family, they're kicking out your reservation and like all, they must have yeah. been staying at someone's house. No, they rented a place. I talked to somebody and they rented a place and they did say that it was on the verge of being canceled. So I think maybe because... Um, all of these people have just only been alone with each other. Um, Tom and Ariana like don't see anyone. They stay home alone. James and Raquel stay in their apartment. Gene and Brock stay in their apartment. But doesn't Tom come over to do his little things? Yeah. Well, then there's someone coming in. Right. So they were, I know, at the last minute scrambling to either maybe go to Big Bear. Because I Same sent... things happening there. <coughs> oh, I had friends that went up there. When James and Raquel had just rented that house for a week there. One family, though, or more? Oh, yeah, just them, remember? Yeah. Mm. It's yeah. a pain. It's a big pain right now. My neighbor's going um, <coughs> today. I said, oh, I, I heard it was closed. She's like, well, no, because her son's on the ski team up there or something. And, uh. I just heard they're being like super strict with like how like they're literally checking the cars like this like like things that normal obviously they never she care said about. They had to rent a place for a month. Yeah. Okay. And her and her husband are yeah trading off and splitting it. Or yeah. Whatever. <coughs> so I'm not sure how they kept it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I was happy to see that they did though. That's fun because I want to go too. Um. Okay. So that's cool. Um. In other news, Randall and a large group of people were flying on the PJ for their little trip. The Stallones, the Emmets. I was dying that Chad just po- pointed out the Stallones. I forget what he was. Oh, he was talking about the daughter or something. And um, and then the next day, like I'm like, look who they're with. They're with freaking Lala and Randall. <laughs> I don't think they've all been quarantining together, but yeah. <laughs> They are big tight new uh, tight knit group photo. No one wearing a mask. Yeah. Mm. Um, I listened to thanks to someone that DM'd or uh, emailed us to listen to Dana Wilk- Dana Wilkie's podcast. She is the housewife from Beverly Hills, season one, season two. It was kind of like a side character, and um, the one that said twenty five thousand dollars sunglasses. Anyway, she knew Randall from way back when, and so she breaks down, I think it's episode five, where she talks about Randall Emmett and how he screwed her out of money, but also how he buys his credits. Like, he, she was told by someone big in the industry, oh, no, he sorry. he bought, he bought a... <laughs> I just slurped, you guys, I'm sorry. All that noise, you know? <laughs> it's like, can you, can you stop, up a lung. stop breathing into the mic? Stop that cough drop. I'm doing it so I don't cough. Well, you're coughing anyway. So I'm like, okay. We're paying for you to podcast, oh, Sarah. God. Can you knock it off? <laughs> Weird thing, you guys, I'm not sick. But just whenever I start talking on this thing, it, my throat gets super scratchy if and I tickly. Get, if I get COVID from you, I'm going to be... <laughs> yeah, I did two hours of cardio today, yesterday, the day before, that I think I would be feeling 
And also they take my temperature. It's 97.5 every day. <laughs> um, but also we have stayed six feet apart. Yeah, that's true. And I will be wiping down this uh, mic afterwards. <laughs> Anyways, um, so she talked about how Randall apparently bought a lot of his producer credits. So, you know, like if you're a songwriter, you can sell your song and someone else can take credit for it. Uh huh. I guess you can do that with producer credits too. So, let's <coughs> say I was producing something and got paid for it, but I thought, oh, I can make extra money by selling my credit to someone else to take credit for it. That's a thing. And Randall bought a lot of his credits that way. I had no idea that was a thing. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. Is that like a black market or like that's out in the open? Like, like I, maybe I want some producer credits. Right. Like, how do I get some? <laughs> also, next year, Oscars. And the Irishman Part <laughs> 2, produced by Martin Scorsese and Holly Borges. <laughs> she know be like, I shouted her out. <laughs> oh, my God. You're up on stage accepting the Oscar. <laughs> You know what? I, I would thank Sheena. I'd say, Sheena, thank you for being one of the first to recognize my work. Um, <laughs> um, and then how she, he owes her five grand. This part's kind of shady. So she was renting out the third biggest yacht in the world. Okay. And... Uh, I, so she, whatever, people were paying like 25 grand a night, just, just like her sunglasses. Anyways, um, this couple had asked to extend their thing, but she had already told Randall cause she was friends with him <coughs> that she would hook him up because he said, God, I'd love to get on that boat. Cause it's all these super powerful people and it's a big networking thing, right? It's like a yeah. love boat full of powerful people. So, of course, young Randy, it's like, oh, my God, how do I get around those people so I can kiss their ass and take selfies with them, like, across the room? Um, she's like, you know what? I'll help you out, and I'll just charge you five grand. She's like, just to cover my costs. She's like, this couple wanted it for 25 grand to extend, but <coughs> I'll give it to you. Just just pay me the five grand. So then, okay, great, great. I'll, I'll see you later. Then he doesn't show up. Um, then she messages or calls him. She's like, are you coming? Because it's getting really late. Yeah, 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 we'll be there. Never showed up. So then she's pissed because now she just lost 25 grand and didn't even get her five grand. So then he starts ignoring her. Then she called her his office and his office said, oh, yeah. <coughs> this, is, this is in Cannes, but once she got back to L.A., they're like, oh, yeah, he left a check for you. Come down to our office and you can pick it up. She's like in Malibu. It's just like downtown L.A. She's like, she's like, I didn't even really care about the five grand. It was the point. <coughs> she yeah. was like, I didn't want to drive all the way down to L.A., but she did. No check. <gasps> and then just everyone just stopped returning her calls. So it's like, and then, you know, now he owes... The writer's guild, like half a million dollars, and he's been blackballed from the writer's guild. Like, no one's supposed to work for him, blacklisted because he doesn't pay people. So, this sounds like she's like, you know, from my experience, true colors don't change. She goes, if he wants to come on <coughs> and tell his side of the story, she's like, I'm willing to listen. But from my experience, there's a lot of 
uh, these stories floating around and he doesn't pay his best. Oh, apparently he also still owes Jeff Lewis <coughs> and Jeff Lewis's design assistant that did their home thing. Didn't pay them either. <gasps> right. So, yeah, I mean the, the boat thing sounds a little, I don't know. Like that, that sucks. It sucks all around. It sucks that he didn't show up. It sucks that she's got stuck with that money. Like, Oh my god! That was interesting because Lala was on Andy Cohen's Twelve Doors Doorbells of Christmas, uh-huh. and he was asking everyone. <coughs> it was like a little game. Do you ever think it's okay to marry your step grandfather? And most everyone said no, disagree. <coughs> and Lala said, "Well, yeah. I mean, it depends how much money's involved." So kind of showed her true colors there, but also kind of interesting because it's like. I'm not sure how much money Randall's going to hold on to if he's owing all these people. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I really. I think he's one of those people in Hollywood that's kind of like faking it till he makes it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I hope he does make it because I don't know. It's embarrassing. Like, I wouldn't want to be in that position. You know, like it. I don't know. It sucks. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, too, Erica Jane and Tom Girardi. Ooh. That shit's heating up real bad. Like, they're talking prison. <coughs> Potentially for both of them. There's a... She had to stop selling her clothes on Poshmark. Everything's frozen. Excuse me, frozen. Yeah, it's insane. I feel like... um if you have like skeletons in the closet that could possibly come out, like why would you come on one of these shows where you're going to be made an example of like 100% like if they're saying jail time, it will be jail time because they're going to have to follow through and show that they Mm -hmm. punish these type of people. It's like what happened to Lori Laughlin and what happened to Teresa and Joe. Yeah. I mean, maybe she didn't know until it was too late, but also you know, you're getting $20 million funneled into your entertainment business that she's the secretary of. And you're bragging about flying your glam squad around the world. And yeah, you know, that's what I mean. It's like, it's documented where people are, you know, like we saw it, we saw what you were doing, you know? Yeah. And people are saying she's a little tone deaf right now because she's still posting like selfies and like She's not going into hiding. She's not apologizing. She's not being shy at all. She's kind of still flaunting it. Yeah. And that's pissing people off even more. Well, I I, I feel like, um, again, like I feel like the world is like a very delicate place right now. And all of us that are sitting at home that are doing what we're supposed to do, you know, quarantining, whatever, watching all these things go on, like people are losing it. Like when we see people fly off to go on like this crazy vacation you know like it's Mm -hmm. it's hard to sit here and watch when we're trying to do the right thing and then seeing someone else lead a different life it's like what the hell yeah yeah so i mean there's the boeing lawsuit apparently there was something with elderly that he had scammed there's several lawsuits coming out of the woodwork now dang man looking shady yeah what else has been going on? Um, let's see. Uh, oh, also on. We talked about already talked about Jackson Brittany and their little statement, right? We we covered yeah, that the last but one. what was interesting was on Lala and Randall's podcast, the last one they did. 
they literally say how shocked they were that <coughs> she was supposed to have a um, FaceTime with Brittany and Brittany canceled the last minute saying she wasn't feeling well. Um, but then the next thing they saw was their statement released on Instagram. She goes, both Lala and Randall, we did not see this coming. We are shocked. We can't believe it. Blah, blah, blah. So, oh, really? Like, you guys are best friends. Like, Jax is all up Randall's ass. Randall's up Jax's ass. I think you guys would have discussed if you were thinking about not coming back. Like, clearly, stop trying to deny you were fired. Yes. Okay, and we're back. So that's about it. Like, there's that, you know, we're so shocked they were fired. Lala podcast. Sheena had Tom and Ariana on her podcast for New Year's, but, you know, nothing too eventful. Nothing was like, you know, no juicy gossip or secrets revealed. No secrets revealed. Same with Katie had Ariana on again. Yeah, nothing really to report on. I have an off topic uh, thing to share. So, um, for Christmas, my brother decided to bring a new girl over um, mm. for the first time to meet the family ever on Christmas morning. That's weird. And I was like, I was like so upset at my parents. I'm like, why didn't you guys tell him no? That's extremely awkward. Like, not only for us, like, I don't want to sit there in the morning and have to like sit up straight and like, yeah, mind my children. You know, like, I just want to like enjoy. I just want to sit there in like my pajamas and like look ugly, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I felt bad. I also felt bad for her because I'm like, who wants to? I didn't get her anything. Like, that's so horrible. Yeah. You know it's so awkward I, when people are opening presents. And, and you're, like, you're sitting there. Yeah. So um, my mom's like, no, it's fine. Like, don't get her anything. Like, I'm not getting her anything. I'm like, mom, you should get her something. Like, that's so weird. Like, something, you know? Anyways, like it was too late by the time like I was told, like it was like six o'clock on the 24th and we were doing like Christmas breakfast. So anyways, um, she came over. Her name was Karen. She was really nice. Shout out to Karen if you're listening. I doubt you are. But um, anyways, she works for, um, is it Allergan? Is that who does like Botox? Anyways, she gets like all of this like awesome skincare at cost. Wow. And so she brought my mom and myself like this awesome, all this awesome skincare stuff. Oh, cool. And so I got this, um, she got me this moisturizer. It was called like, <clears throat> like the, it's called like HA5, HA5 or something. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, like hyaluronic acid five. It, yeah. Anyways, it's like the bomb. And um, but I would never recommend it to you guys, because when I looked up how much it was, I almost pooped in my pants. And like, I would never, ever spend that much money on like a skincare product. Like I just can't. Some more than limer. I think around that. Ugh, yeah. And it's like if you like I feel so guilty doing like two pumps. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like I it's like it is that like it's like twenty dollars a pump. Damn. You know, or something like that. I don't know. It was just like but I was like, well, score on that. So thank For you, sure. Mikey. So that was cool. Uh but it made me think of like when we did like our fun little like moisturizer giveaway when we you know, mm-hmm. it, yeah. I still use the evidence. I use some other stuff, but still use that. Switch it up. Yeah. Still haven't had that Botox. Yeah. Trying to avoid that. Um, okay. It's super hard during the pandemic, too. It's not fun. Everyone's faces are falling. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Well, okay. OC. So we looked up Gina's husband and he is still not pleaded out and has another preliminary hearing on January 14th. I'd say at 8.30 in the morning in Newport Beach, if anyone liked to go, but they're not really doing that right now. It's okay, so probably via Zoom. What exa- What is his... So he has... It's pretty intense. Um, uh, involuntary... Okay, so he got a felony for corporal injury and felony for false imprisonment. Um, so the penal code for... Any person who willfully inflicts corporal injury resulting in a traumatic condition upon a victim described in subdivision B is guilty of a felony and upon conviction thereof shall be punished by imprisonment in the state prison for two, three, or four years or in a county. Now the penal code 236 for false imprisonment. There may be instances where a person restrains or otherwise holds another person against their will but the act does not rise to the level of kidnapping offense. I actually knew someone who was charged with this. Um, and let's not bring up you and I's relationship when you want, let me leave that one time. <laughs> <laughs> you know? oh, should not make jokes of this. So. Oh. Now what happened? Um, no, it was a very big deal. And it was like a very big, uh, case that the person had to spend a lot of money on. They ended up, uh, getting out of or was I guess they paid to get out of it and uh you know just do community service or something but it was a very costly thing and um the term I wouldn't say that like that like what happened doesn't describe how it's described in what you just said mm. like it could be as simple as holding someone there for a second you know what I mean like it's right. like, it's very um yeah. I don't know. But it's I mean that is very not making light of that at all. I'm just saying that it holds a very strong punishment for maybe like not what you expect. You know what I mean? Like Right. But it's taken very seriously. Like what was that the oh it was the bachelor. I think it was Claire and the guy like she was breaking up with him and he was like, "Wait, wait, wait. That came out wrong." Oh, I think he kissed her and she pulled or she tried to kiss him and he pulled away but he was just taken off guard and he wanted to kiss her and so (coughs) she was so mad so she just comes storming off and he's like wait 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 no I want to kiss you and he grabbed her forearm and like she freaked out it was she was kind of like I felt like you know maybe because she had you know previous trauma where it triggered something but it's like okay no he grabbed your arm but he didn't like grab you and like rip you towards him and like not let you go he was just like like stop you know what i mean yeah but so could be like something like that or yeah this one was actually um i'll just kind of say what it was it was like it was guys who were like kind of scuffling you know what i mean like it was grown adults that were having a conversation and it was like simply a perceived um thing that this other male thought that he couldn't leave and like and so that it was charged against that person too Mm. and um you know like who am i to say that like if he felt like he couldn't leave then that's what he felt like you know what i mean like it's yeah it's you don't think about that though that if you are preventing someone from leaving that you truly are you know like standing in their way from 
I don't know. It's, sometimes you just don't think about those things. So I know like people where the husband like disconnected the wife's car so she couldn't get away. Exactly. And nothing happens there. Yeah. So they're like, well, just try to stay apart tonight. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's just so inconsistent. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, obviously he did something and it obviously was scary and she wants to hold him accountable, but I also feel her pain and like she doesn't want him to go to prison. She wants him to be there for her children. And so it's tough spot. And and if I'm not mistaken, they said on the show that he has stopped having representation. And he's representing himself, right? I thought they said that at one point. I think so. Yeah. They That's probably that. not a good sign. Um, yeah. Because you want, you know, a good attorney to make a deal with the the DA and hopefully that would result in a, you know, something that they could both be happy with. And yeah, true. Good point. Um, trying to sit. Yeah, he could go to prison for like four years. Um, well, that's well, I hope that all works out because I have not been a big Gina fan and I've been vocal about that. I just I'm just don't vibe. But um, I like her this year. I like her. I like her enough to where I I would not wish anything bad to happen to her at all. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I I feel like she's been through a lot and I hope that everything works out in her favor because yeah. Who? I mean I've always liked her. I just mean this year she's been more interesting in the voice of reason and yeah. I don't know because like it's already the season finale. I'm like what even happened this season? Nothing. Bronwyn. <laughs> Yeah. Did you see she went on IG Live a few days ago talking about, oh, no, like if Sean were to date, it would devastate her. And so people were like, well, that's hypocritical. She's like, I know it's hypocritical, but I'd be devastated. I would hate it. And he came on saying he's not dating, but, you know, he probably will, you know, in the future. It's just not right now. But he's still living in the house with her and she's hanging out with her girlfriend who's 28 someone pointed out um sees her she's not living in the house um but she went on just saying she'd be heartbroken if he was dating um what else did she say um sean said she's that oh sean is not happy she's in another relationship but it's like what can he do like who would be right i mean she's just I get and applaud her, like taking ownership of her life, owning her truth, living the life she wants to leave. But it's like this whole season, it's just been like, who was saying it? Kelly or somebody, she's just deflecting and pointing out all the bad and everybody else when she's doing all the, oh, I can't gossip about Shannon after she just gossiped about Shannon. And it's like, I don't know if I just hear her sob story of like, you know, I'm COVID, just, my yeah. nan. I don't. Ha- I've never had a not had a housekeeper since I was nineteen. It's like boohoo. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm a little leery of her because I feel like she is doing everything she can to create the perfect storyline where there's we can't say anything. Yeah, because you know you can't like she's sober. Like what you can't we can't say anything about she has like lined up Kelly Dot has yeah 
I don't think she's an alcoholic, and I think she's doing this whole thing for an agenda to get her own show. I well, confirmed that, that. I was like, whoa. Cool. That's come from a lot of people, though. Right. Um, there was someone who came out on like a subreddit group that uh, used to be one of her nannies that came forward and said that 100% the alcohol thing is a storyline and um, that it has been like just like a full on trip to watch her on national TV because she's batshit crazy. Like mm. she is and like with just so many skeletons in her closet. Like mm-hmm. it's just and then and she said that she worked for her years ago and that it was sad for the children then. And she's like, and now like it's even worse. Like it's the new generation of kids are just it's it's worse you know and um this week she was talking about how her and sean went to the montage to decide if they were going to stay married or not but she puts out the image like oh it's a romantic vacation well they came out with we need to do more activities you need to plan them like why does sean have to plan them he's the one out working you're not um and she's like I need, we need to do this once a week. Like really go to the montage once a week. Yeah. Your life's really sucks. Like, you know how expensive that is. And then also you have seven children. Like that's a nice world where you could go stay at the montage once a week when you have seven kids at home. But he's like, well, I didn't say once a week. She's like, yes, you did. And uh, she's like, you need to plan more activities. We need to do this. You know, I need more attention. And, but it's like, why does he have to do everything? She's like, you're looking at your phone. I was just like, I get that. But she's just very demanding and un- entitled and like doesn't really get it. Going back like two weeks ago or whenever the last episode was on, um, <clears throat> there was a time when she was up in the mountains and uh, she felt, oh, she got the news that Shannon had COVID. And so she called Sean panicking and was like, mm-hmm. Google the Google Google the symptoms for me because I'm gonna freak out. Google it now, and then so he's like, okay. So he like starts yeah. like he's like, uh, do you have a headache? And she's like, well, I had one today. And he's like, well, that doesn't mean that you have one right now. Okay, like and he like yeah. like he kind of shit talked her a little bit, but like I don't blame him because. And then in like the next like comment, she backhands him by being like, um, you know, like we're toxic for each other. Like I rely on him, and he just gives in to me, and it's like. It's like, he's that's also being, called support. Yeah, he's <laughs> being helpful. Like, what is the guy supposed to do? Right. Honestly, like, what does she want why, from him? Why couldn't she Google it? She's sitting on a couch in Airhood doing because nothing. Because it would stress her out. <laughs> God. I don't know. Like, I, I just... too much. Yeah, I just feel... I feel bad. Hopefully, she, she gets a $1 million check like Shannon and blows it in a year because obviously if they have that highbrow lifestyle where she's looking down on Gina that's gonna go real fast it's gonna go real fast especially with seven kids yes so I don't know so she was talking about you know an arrowhead she stormed off because the ladies were talking about Shannon and I, I can't be here I'm not gonna talk about her but then she was talking about Shannon and John and their drinking and just totally being hypocritical so Gina kind of calls that out um, <coughs> that was, uh, this week that you missed. Um, let's see. Oh, so also what you missed, uh, Elizabeth settles her divorce. So Emily's over there. She's like, so does that mean you and Jimmy are having sex now? And then Elizabeth oh, starts, boy. 
obviously starts, <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, well, things are getting heated. <laughs> you know, she does that laughter. Yes. Which I feel a little bad because I ripped on that last time we <coughs> podcasted, but now she kind of explained it last episode of how she learned to deal with trauma by laughing yes. and putting on a pretty face and like, everything's okay. So now I understand the un- uncomfortable, awkward, redundant laughing is because that's her way. And so that oh, makes I, more sense. Yeah. Oh, I definitely could tell that like, that's why she was acting that way, but it just made me so, it makes me sad watching her. Yeah. That she's that, um, I don't know. Not that she's fragile. Yeah. Fragile or just like watching her cope mm-hmm. and laugh like that in front of her friends. Just like, it breaks my heart. It's just, some someone in another group compared her to being like an adult Jojo Siwa and like I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> you know how Jojo Siwa is like really loud, you know, and she's like, yeah. hey guys, like that's kind yeah. of how she is. True. Well, this week she had her brother come visit and I really like him because they talked about, because they both grew up that way and he was like beaten to a pulp because he was dyslexic. So they thought he was just lazy and he said how they watched their aunt die because she had like something happen and they're like the the cult was like well if she if she she's real and god loves her he'll keep her alive so she died because she was you know evil or whatever oh my god so it's just like horrible shit like that but he went and dealt with it and went to therapy. And so she said she contacted like a specialist that deals with, you know, that kind of trauma. So he's gotten through it and he seemed very normal and real. Um, so it was nice seeing that um, side of her. Yeah. Um, it was also nice seeing Shannon actually. Uh, she went over because I was so over Shannon. Like this whole season and the last couple of weeks with her freaking out and I mean her kids aren't any better because when Shannon announced she had COVID her kids were like eye rolling they're looking away they didn't give one fuck um and they're the ones that gave it to her but she was just so like mommy I go like it's just calm down but now she's over then I'm leaving John it's like you can't survive two weeks without your boyfriend like you're gonna freak out but now that they got through there two to three weeks apart, she came over and talked to him and she was like calm, mature, like totally normal. I was like, okay, now this is a nice side of you. And then she fessed up saying, you know, I'm sorry. I lash out at you. She was acting to John like she used to act with David, which would drive anyone crazy. Yes, yes. <clears throat> but she owned it and said, I'm going to make a conscious effort not to be like that. And he was really receptive and he's like well I love you anyways and so that was cool because she was totally normal then because the last couple weeks she has been just off her freaking rocker and I understand she's scared because she's at risk but then you also have like poor Emily running around with all these children and her husband dying that was so sad so thank god he's okay and yeah crazy stuff uh, speaking of Elizabeth Vargas, did you see like over uh, like the Christmas break that she was like in Beverly Hills with Too Short? No. She was like walking the street with frickin' Too Short. <coughs> full circle. Remember, he was on Vanderpump Rules as like one of the guests of Lala and mm-hmm. Lisa to perform. Where did he perform? Tom Tom or something? Remember that shit? Yeah. Wasn't it? 
what was that for? What was, I forget. It was, I it was a premiere party or something. It was something. And because I remember Lisa was there. She said that was her favorite guest that they had on their podcast this year was too short. Randall's was, of course, a tie between Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. He's so obsessed with them. And Stallone. Oh, boy. But um, another thing was that uh, Elizabeth Vargas hosted a party at her house in Corona Del Mar and frickin' Drake's dad was there. My Drake's dad. The rapper Drake's dad was there. Who's the guy that Charlie was talking to? And like she talks to the dad too. The the rapper. Remember? I don't know. Damn it. Well, it wasn't Drake's dad, obviously. It was someone like her age. Oh, this is gonna kill me. Oh well, whatever. Yeah. Someone yeah. famous. Um So Elizabeth Vargas had Drake's dad. Well, that's pretty big. Yeah, it was just Oh, well, she's in the music. Oh yeah, that's know? true. That's Edge music. Edge music. <laughs> um Yeah, just every time I she does remind me of Dana Wilkie. So Dana Wilkie's podcast was interesting with the Randall stuff and some other podcasts, but she hasn't she's really a huge fan of herself so she gets a little irritating because she's still the braggy braggart like we all love her because the $25,000 sunglasses comment it was so ridiculous and annoying and like obnoxious but classic (coughs) but she still talks like that she talks like Elizabeth she's like yeah well I was the real queen of Sundance I've never heard of Lisa Barlow And, and then she talked about how she knew Tom Girardi or Erica Jane waited on her because well Erica Jane met uh, Tom at Chasen's is a private like country club member club. She's like, but I wasn't one of the only females allowed in there. I was a member and just like Braggy Braggersons. Yeah. And so she gets real annoying that way. She has definitely has not changed because she loves telling stories about herself and like talking herself up. Um, but she did have some insight and some, some juice. So check it out if you want to hear the Randall stuff. Um, but and every time you mentioned Elizabeth, it just they those two remind me of each other. I think she even says that. I think they said they're like twins, personality wise. Also, um, update in the Vanderpump world: um, Jenna Rosenfeld, who was one of the big, um, what was she? Oh, uh, the producer, a producer, yeah, showrunner, whatever. I was confused her with Jenna Willis. Um, she uh, posted uh, something on Wednesday and she said my new normal I've been producing and directing specials for Married at First Sight for the past number of months and the first one airs tonight with season 12 starting next week it's a super fucking entertaining season even if I'm a tad biased Hmm. so I thought that's interesting oh yeah new new career path for her yeah new show right which is on consistently. Yeah. So is it like... I'm just saying like oh, the big players have exited. Jeremiah's gone. gone. Right. Jenna's gone. Like... Well, Brie. You know... The Brie flair's gone. Why even go on with the show? Honestly, like I feel like everything started with Brie. <laughs> it was the beginning of the... end. It put the crack in and then the water just burst through. Well, I mean, the dam would come down without that Brie flair. 
I feel like, you know, and, and Brie brought up, you know, um, she drudged up all that old stuff and that's how all the Stassi Kristen stuff came out. Yeah. I mean, that's not true. What ha- the th- world events is what happened yeah. to remind everyone what we said months ago. Um, what else is going on? Um, okay. So OC, we talked about she talked about Arrowhead. Um, this week, Kelly had a scene with Jolie. She's quite a strict parent, which I kind of like to see. I, Hey, I do want to go to that sky park though. If we go to Arrowhead when things open up, that looked fun. Oh yeah. I've been there. Is it fun? Mm -hmm. Hmm. I want to do the archery. I want to do those little bike cart things. Um, oh, the other thing that was interesting, though, Elizabeth, because everyone was like, well, she rents, she Airbnbs her that house out. So she obviously can't afford it. But she also has a condo down the road for her clothes. So obviously, she. I, I understand that that house is like right on the beach. It's huge. Rent it out. Make some cash. If you have a condo down the street, you can stay in your condo. Absolutely. But that is crazy that she has kind of on the street where her clothes are. I feel like everyone is always trying to shit talk. Like every single person has their own struggles that you don't know about. Like, I mean, first of all, maybe she enjoys that. Maybe she enjoys making money or maybe she needs the money, whatever it is. Like it's like people are always trying to like figure something out you know yeah. like oh like you're actually not rich or what you yeah. know it's like and i think a lot of that was broad when she was investigating elizabeth because she was bored and she's trying to deflect and point fingers i mean all in all i'm like over Bronwyn and she needs to go i will give her credit for how she handled elizabeth when she had a panic attack <coughs> she listened to her she, she caused that panic attack <laughs> okay you know what I mean? Like yeah. she she sat there and stroked the flame and then was like, okay, sit down, breathe. It's like, you, wh- what? Yeah. I And I, I couldn't help but think that she probably does that with her children. You know what I mean? Yeah. She lets them like, Makes- she lets them, she's like, are you sure? Like they blow up and then she's like, come here, mommy's here. And then she thinks she's having that mommy Creates moment. Creates the anxiety. But that the kid doesn't even feel that because like they, she literally just created like a, a moment of, yeah. she's like creating this weird, um, I, I don't know how to, even how to describe it. Can, um, we, can we get those nannies on the podcast? Yes. Yeah. And maybe some friends. Yeah. <laughs> nannies for sure yes that oh would be amazing God. nannies if you're listening nannies or like friends like f- like like uh like the high schoolers you know like come on like all you osha kids come over i mean definitely heard some stories about some other kids so i'm sure there's yeah oh totally all right anything going on with i i was a little shocked that Okay, so Shannon gets $1.4 million after 17 years of marriage. And my theory was always that, because I think she kind of came from, you know, she was a debutante world and um, trust fund. <coughs> I mean, her grandparents owed the May company. Uh-huh. So unless they went bankrupt over it, I always felt like she probably married David and... Had her own trust fund. Yeah, and probably helped kickstart and fuel... Him his, starting his company. Uh-huh. 
So I think she should probably get half of his company because she helped to build it. But 1.4 million after 17 years, I mean, for her lifestyle, that's going to go real fast. And I don't know how. That's like a year. <coughs> yeah. And I if don't that. think she's selling that much in like cream cheese filled salmon. Or her um, or tincture. Her tincture. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also, because you get those like everywhere. They're just, like, yeah. Who's just going to buy hers on QVC? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, not my problem. Uh, I take it though. Did they? Did she ever mention that she went into the marriage with a um, that they had a what's it called prenup? Yeah, that's the no. only reason you really will get screwed. You know what I mean? I don't think so because I think he had nothing. Huh. So, I mean, maybe he's just straight up not maybe worth they, that much. Or maybe they did, but she was the one that had something. So they did a mutual one. Yeah. Who knows? Well, then she would have to give. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. Hmm. I mean, one of my girlfriends got divorced, um, like within the last four years. And she, the dude made way more than her. And they, he ended up like hiding a bunch of stuff and she had to pay him. Um, Alimony. It's horrible. Yeah. Well, that's it for OC. I did. Um, Dallas started. Um, I see that they're going to South Fork Ranch this season. I'm super excited because I want to go there. That's where they filmed Dallas. Ooh. Um, Deandra was in the hospital with COVID, but she is out now. And I don't know, but she looks amazing this season and her confessionals, like especially the ones she's in with her mom D like her skin looks like I'm about ready to buy her skincare. Cause her skin looks so good. Oh really? So I don't know. Did you ever watch Dallas? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, so far so good. It's just, just one. I mean, there's some, did you watch it? No, I didn't. I mean, there's some questionable scenes. Um, there's a whole thing though. Cause there's a new, housewife that's Asian descent and you know the whole scandal with Brandy when she do you remember that it was like during COVID um it came out it was right after like Leanne Locken was fired and then a video came out of Brandy from like three years ago because <coughs> I guess people are always like your eyes are so squinty so she was like pulling her eyes apart <gasps> and oh, no and doing a accent <gasps> saying oh people like Whatever, her accent. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. People always ask me what kind of, you know, Asian I am because my eyes so squinty, but she's doing it in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really terrible. Um, so she, but it really, I mean, she was just crucified on social media, much the same way Leanne was. And right. rightfully so. It was a terrible post. It was just ignorant. Yeah. Um, and so people thought she was going to get fired for that. She didn't, but she went into a huge depression was trying was thinking about killing herself. So that was pretty crazy. So she talks about that and it's been in deep ther- therapy. So her and this new housewife kind of talk and uh, cuz the new housewife's pissed about it. You know. Okay. Well, rightfully so because she came over here at 6 years old without her parents and was like in school and people were making fun of her pulling her uh, their eyes to yeah. the side, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. so it's so th- that should be interesting. Um, okay, so that's an example of a show not firing and right. addressing the yeah topic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was good. 
Cameron had a garage sale, which is not allowed in her neighborhood, uh, but she made $24,000. What? <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess the ho- house they were buying, or they were, I think they had a buyer for their house, but the new buyer found out they were having a garage sale and freaked out and withdrew the offer. <gasps> like, that's the like kind of neighborhood they live in. Wow. It's so, like, crazy. Um, and then, so then there's a party and this part you'll probably like, there's a new red haired girl that's a friend of Cameron's and they're at this like luncheon and Brandy's like, well, you know, I have a gobbler, like referring to her vagina. Like, I guess it's and the, the red hair friend was like, I have a gobbler too. They're like, and everyone else is like, what the fuck are you talking about? What's a gobbler? They're like, oh, it looks like a turkey. There's a certain kind of vagina. It looks like a turkey. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And then the red hair girl goes to Brandy. Can we see? Let's go. Let's go compare. So then they go in the other room and they compare their vaginas. And then they start high-fiving because they both have what quote unquote is called a gobbler. I'm like, I'm, I, I'm Googling it. I don't know what that is, and I don't want to know, and I don't want to compare vaginas. <gasps> what? Don't show me a picture, because I will freak out. Oh, I will throw up. My God. <laughs> you you guys were already talking about what happens during childbirth, and I I was like, uh, 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 like yeah, I, I can't even repeat what you guys were saying. Yeah, don't. Don't repeat it. <laughs> but don't. So you... So you just Googled gobbler and a turkey didn't come up, a vagina came well, up? Well, no, turkeys are coming up, but I'm assuming that... I told you don't show me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. What? what color was that? That's weird. I mean, that's a turkey. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just a turkey. I thought it was... But I'm, I'm assuming that that's what it looks like, you know? <laughs> like, that's a really weird-looking vagina. So that was a turkey's vagina? Or like the turkey opening. I guess that's what it looks like. <laughs> oh. Ugh. So you might want to watch that scene because that's like your kind of content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Yeah, so that's kind of all that happened on that. It was the first episode. Um, now Salt Lake, I'm just struggling with because here's the deal. I feel like they're just all trying too hard to create a show. Uh-huh. I don't feel like anything's natural or authentic. Everyone is so over the top. Like, I I run this town. Oh, I have the best parties. I, like, every week's a party. And it's just, I mean, so, like, Lisa Barlow, I can't even listen to her speak, let alone what she's speaking of. Like, she's super braggy, but she also has this horrible... Why... You don't like hearing her. T- oh, I'm trying to. That's think. Meredith. Oh no, Lisa. Which that's my other problem. Lisa is like, uh, I just want to keep working because I'm so good at it, and like work comes first before my children, and they know that. And my and, and my husband drives me to get a diet coke, and that's our alone time. Yeah, and that's all we need. And like I can multitask. It's just like shut up. Like the. Just the tone of her voice and is it's horrible. All, it's but then, also, uh, it's also like a, it's like a higher like uh, voice, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And then yours, her twin, 
who is the most boring ass person I've ever seen on TV. Just, and then not just because of her tone. Like I, I don't find her interesting at all. It's like, well, we're working our marriage out. Like that's interesting that you're separated and you're working it out. That's interesting. But somehow you're making that boring. Yes. Well, I'm not going to talk about it because it's nobody's business. Well, don't go be on a reality show. And I'm over and the I'm sun. Really, and I'm really sorry that that he didn't come to Brooks's fashion show because, like, he should have come even though I told him not to. So it's kind of my fault, but it's still his fault because he should be able to read my mind. And I know he, like, has a job in another state and can't just drop everything for his, like, super adult son's little tracksuit that was basically like a sympathy walk. Um, yeah, okay. Oh, <laughs> that was like a steam room move when you tried to do yoga in the steam room. <laughs> Boom! I think I just shit my tooth. Shit. <laughs> she tossed her head back and laughed her over Brooks, and then she t- threw her head back down and banged I, her mouth I, on the I microphone. I threw my head down because I was going to be like, I also designed jewelry. Don't forget it. <laughs> And then I hit my tooth. Thanks a lot, Brooks. <laughs> Damn it. See, he's trying too hard, too, to be like the, he's trying to like be the funny, witty one-liner, but it's just not landing for me. Like the energy that I just gave chipping my tooth was more than he's <laughs> was given this whole season. Way funnier. Way funnier. So I can't get down with them. I feel like Jen is trying too hard to make sure she's being the over-the-top, like one to bring it, like the Leanne lock, lock in big dick energy but like Whitney even says, she's like, do you notice how different she is when her husband's around? So it's like, I feel like she's acting this way for the cameras and not necessarily like in real life as much. Yeah, I'm I definitely have those like worries for her. I really like her, but I feel like like I just want to put my arm around her and I really don't like touching people. So that's bizarre. <laughs> but I want to like put my arm around and be like, dude, you're enough. Like, you're cool. Like, I really like you. Like, tone it down. You can tone it. You can just be the wife of a football recruiter. Like, it's cool. Like, chill. Like, that. that's still interesting. Yeah, she's just over dramatic and overreacts on things and throwing shit. It's exhausting. Like, I actually, I like watching her, but I don't know if I would choose to be her friend because I I would just be like, I can't keep up. There'd be a problem all the time. Yes. Yes, and it's like I would never get any attention. Like I need more attention than that. Like I'd ha- I couldn't share with her, and yeah. I couldn't be bigger than her. So I would need her to tone it down. Yeah, nobody can figure out where she gets her money though, because like he makes like four hundred and fifty thousand a year. That's but pretty good, not for her lifestyle. I know, but I, I, she has I, a glam squad. I'm on. like kind of surprised that that's how I I thought that it would be like two hundred. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it doesn't make sense. Mm. I mean, I had Googled her. I know she has her own companies, but it was like companies that I didn't really, I'd never heard of, didn't get. I'm like, it's it's like freaking Vita tequila. It's top shelf tequila. I'm like, how do you know? You don't even drink. And it's like, I've never seen Vita tequila on any shelf. I mean, granted, I haven't looked for it, but I'm making a point now and I don't see it. Yeah. So. They don't have it at BevMo? At 
wine and more what are the wine places around here <laughs> i guess i haven't gone to any of those places so. you know i've gone uh, when i went to look for uh lisa's drinks and stuff and right they're freaking fun like they have like fun snacks and, yeah like, they do it's like really like, cute and, like bar stuff it's very and, kitschy yeah that's why i don't go yeah like going to Pier One or something. I'm just going to get a $6 candle and you're like, oh, what's this? Pier One is gone. I know. It's very sad. They had the best candles because they smelled the best. They didn't have like that. You know, you pick up a candle sometimes at Target and you're like, oh. Yeah. No, it was very understated. Yeah. And cheap. Yeah. And good. They burned from the inside. Thanks a lot, COVID. (sighs) Yeah. So, (laughs) what was that? (laughs) background noise um okay and then like okay whitney went on people on instagram live on new year's day and took questions and people were like how's your dad and she said she has not heard from him she doesn't know where he is (gasps) so that's sad i could uh, i don't want to say i could see that coming but i saw that coming well he was making excuses like oh i can't have a room i gotta leave i gotta leave and Wanting money to start that well, song. Well, I'm sure, like, I, I actually was wondering about that because we know how much people get paid for being on TV and it's not much um, unless you're in, like, a, a big role and even these housewives starting out on this are probably not being paid well. Yeah. Um, but I thought maybe he's, like, really feeling inspired, you know, like, dude, I'm on TV now. People are going to know who I am. Like, yeah. I'm can like have like a following uh yeah i can have a following um and i was wondering if that was getting into his head like if he was like gonna make some bad choices because he had like a false sense of you know like fame even or 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 people probably were offering him stuff there'll be more money down the road you know or they're like look hawk this water bottle and like you know who knows where you can go yeah i don't know well supposedly they did sign up for season two and like Jen has not gotten a contract, but thank God Meredith did. The sh- whole show hangs uh, on her. Yes. Pivot- pivotal character. Just there's no show without her. Um, yeah. So what about, what about Brooks? Him too? <laughs> I feel like everyone was making such a big deal out of Brooks, but he is not impressive. No, it's just annoying. Um, like, let's get back to the people who really were impressive. Like, remember Melania? Remember yes. that shit? Well, even Gia, when she was... First it was Gia, and then Melania just really Today outshined. Today is Gia's birthday, her 20th birthday, BTW. Really? Oh. And, um, yeah, I just think back to, like, the work those kids put in. Even the the OC, the OG, like, OC Vicky's kids. grandkids, those monsters. Dirty or, little monsters. Or freaking George's <laughs> kids. Lori and George's kids. Right. George's kids were wild. I used to see the oh. one girl down there in Elisa with like her Hummer all the time. What about the OC Angels? The OC. I mean, like, come on. Lynn's and, and, kids. And we're going to really, kid. we're going to really give a trophy to Brooks. <laughs> and then the uh, Kara and um, Sean, uh, Sean, the hot one, Gina's kid. That oh, yeah, was yeah, such yeah. a dick, dick to her. Yeah. <laughs> Remember how mean he was to the brother? Dylan. Is that the brother? The poor, he's like, oh, da, 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 da. Yeah. but he was so hot. He was so hot. <laughs> it's kind of okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I think he dates. He always like dates Brody Jenner's exes. <laughs> he's married now. I think with kids. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Huh. 
or he's ex- he's now expecting Shane. It. Shane. Shane. Keo. Yeah. Oh well, I'm gonna Google that shit. Yeah. Because he was living here, like doing real estate, like a couple years ago. I was like, hmm. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So. I mean, Whitney's definitely like stirring the pot. She's getting shit going. Like she, she realizes what needs to be done for this reality show. Uh Um, so she's also playing the game and creating the show. I just enjoy her more, I guess. Um, but she's definitely like, you know, she tells Jen, Lisa and Meredith are talking about you and then tells, you know, Mary, Lisa and Jen are talking about you and then flips over. I didn't say that, you know, so she's, she's creating a lot of the drama, but it's actually kind of needed because there's not a lot going on. I, I, I'm so over this Jen Mary thing. There's like, Ugh. get over it. There's nothing. Let's, come, let's move on. They keep acting like there's like this tension and it's like, we don't feel the tension. We don't care. Yeah. And then Mary's houses. Did you see all that? No. They showed all her houses. She has like mansions everywhere. Um, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty sad that all you people giving away your paychecks to, so she can go buy everything Chanel in Paris and then live in all these mansions. And maybe you guys could be using those paychecks to, I don't know, pay your bills. So I don't like that. It's very much what Elizabeth Vargas talked about with her family, just stealing from the poor, all their paychecks and then just living crazy and stealing all the money. I mean, I'm not saying she's stealing the money. People are giving it to her, but it's just, it seems kind of icky, but whatever. I mean, unless she's kind of interesting. Yeah. Her son, though. Holy sh- I mean, I guess if there's someone worse than Brooks, it's Mary's son. Like, he just stands there, like, so awkward, like, kind of, I don't know if he has, like, the Cindy Brady syndrome when he, looks sees a camera, he just freezes, but. I feel like it is. I feel like he doesn't want to film. Yeah. And then she's like, get over here and film. And then she, like, asks him, she's like, so how was your day? And he's like. He literally doesn't say anything. Good. And he's got, like, a half a smirk. So he's either stoned yeah, all he's, the time. he's not, he is not giving it to the camera. That's for sure. No. And he it's like, kind doesn't of funny. even. It's kind of funny. Like, and I, cause you can t- see she's like. Cause it's so awkward right yes. now that it's getting funny. Cause it's like every time he's yes. on. I, thank you for bringing that up. I am a bigger fan of him than Brooks. <laughs> yes. Maybe he is my favorite on the show. <laughs> okay. I'll, I can get down with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The permagrant, just just nothing. He's got nothing to yeah, say. He's given nothing. Yeah, she's I like, love can it. you, uh, when you're gonna buy your girlfriend a Prada bag for Christmas, can you not use my credit card? And he's like, literally, like, huh? Yeah. He <laughs> doesn't even say okay. He's like, huh? <laughs> he just grunts. Totally. It's funny. <clears throat> so I'm still watching, but I'm just not that excited about it. And I'm bored with so many of the people or annoyed yeah, with so many I've, of the people. I've stuck with it too. And I, it's, I don't not enjoy it. It's just not, Yeah, there's not that fire. You know, there's not that like. No, I like watch it on Friday. Like for instance, like um, if I was working right now and I was standing around the water cooler at the office, that's not the show I'd be talking about. I wouldn't be like. Right. What do you think about Brooks's dad not coming to the fashion show? That was fucked up, right? Like, I don't care. Like, he's right. a grown man. Right. Like, it's just not working. You know, what I would talk about is like, did you see Shannon yell at her kids for all the shit in the backyard? The yeah. dog shit? Like, that was kind of funny. You know, like, yeah, certain things like that. I, I don't know. 
Yeah, exactly. Like I, I watch it like a few days later, you know, taped. I'm like, yeah, I'll get when there's nothing else on. I'll, I'll watch that. It's kind of how I am with The Bachelor now. The last few years, I've just been like, eh, if I'm that desperate. Have you watched the um, the Queen Gamut yet? No. You've got to watch it. It's so good. Do I have to watch The Crown to see the Queen Gamut? No. Okay. I haven't watched The Crown yet. Oh, you haven't? Uh-uh. Okay. Because that's like, everyone talks about it, but then I saw it's like all these seasons and I'm not really into the period kind of, but then I heard it's so good. No, you will like this one. It's fast, it's easy, and it's it's good. Okay, so if I watch, I should start with that. Yeah. All right. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let us know. Yeah, and we need a... Uh, we're going to figure out, like... We like doing, you know, touching lightly on some of this Bravo yeah, stuff. We're still figuring out our path, you guys. So stick with us. We don't want to do real deep dive, um, like these housewife stuff. It's so oversaturated. Everybody does. so, But we do want to do what we're good at with our deep dives. Just I, something we're all passionate about. Yeah, And I'm not ready to let go yet. Like, I'm just not. We've worked too hard for this. And like, until the nail is in the coffin that like it's done forever, I'm not letting go. Yeah. I can't. I, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I am like for sure. I won't push her off the lifeboat. You can join the lifeboat. We could both be on it. We've both been working out. We can both fit on the lifeboat. Like I on the log. Yeah, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm not ready yet. I feel there's we still have work to do. Yeah. And there's stuff coming up. Yeah. And we'll see. I'm sure they're going to make a decision within a few months because. And when they do a reboot, like when like the OGs come back, we will be here because I'm sure they're going to like, you know, down in a couple years or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. You think they would have been filming all these little get togethers. And so Katie was talking about how she thinks gender reveal parties are stupid, which kind of made me laugh because like her friends had them. Because Ariana was saying like she hates weddings and she thinks they're stupid. And but she was saying it to Katie, which is kind of funny. But Katie really didn't give a shit about her wedding. So she was okay with it. Yeah. She's like, I just wanted the band and a photographer. She's like, people are asking me like, what kind of napkins? She's like, I don't care. Like, I kind of like that about her. Yeah. Because I'm like that too. I don't give a shit. But. She, I, I, I did like that about Katie. I felt like Katie just wanted to like have like an event where her friends come together and they have a good time and that's it. Like she wasn't trying to stress anybody out or be like a bridezilla. She just like chilled and went through her day. Yep. Okay, guys. So, um, thanks for hanging in there with us and we will be back, um, next week. Yeah. The weekend. Who knows? If news breaks, we'll be here. You got it. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.